0: We control America, the no bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
1: What's up, everybody? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, and that is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We were supposed to have a guest tonight, Jen, uh, Dr. Jen Vanderwater. waiting for her to join up. And In the meantime, we're, we're going to rock and roll with this, because there is a ton of stuff to cover. I got a lot of, like... Thoughts and feelings about the things that have happened. And yes. man, I'm just like dude, I haven't slept in days. Oh, My mind's going a thousand miles a minute. I've been writing, but I'm writing like thirty different things and I'm just going all over the place. <laughs> and I, I, I think I need some like cannabis or something. I just need to like mm. just need a strong indica. A strong no, no, I I, I want to stay awake and alert.
2: <laughs> <I> oh. Mean,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were trying to relax. I need the focus, man. I need the focus. <laughs> For those that are just joining us, Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, this is where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy of the uh, infiltration of our country by communism. By communism, yeah, that, that, that word, that, yeah, that Marxist here. ideology that has evolved into basically a totalitarian dictatorship. And uh, their techniques are infiltration instead of invasion, as once warned to us by the great John F. Kennedy, uh, President John F. Kennedy. And uh, yeah, they've infiltrated every aspect of our uh, of our country, our our social, our cultural, our academic, our institutional, our political, um, our organizational, and our media. I mean, they're they're everywhere. They really and are. uh I'm working on this this blog right now. now I, I can't fit it all in one blog because I'm like limited to 3,000 characters. Mm. okay, and I don't even know if 3,000 is a lot or not, but I'm already past 3,000. and uh, yeah, so listen, I I'm very outspoken about people in this movement sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, listen, everybody's entitled to their own theory. I have my own theories. Um, when, when I see someone I think that potentially is doing harm to the movement, uh, I, I, I come out and I say something. And I do this specifically because I, I want to draw attention to them, right? I, I sure. want to show people that this just is not true, right? That we have to have that, that, that filter. Rumble, no sound. Hold on. Let's see here.
2: I've got sound on and, you. I, and I, I do talk. this specifically. Testing, testing, but testing. I, I got 5.5 five on my end.
1: Hey, you're good. It rumble. You yeah, have it sounds 5.5 on
2: my end. Yeah,
1: we're good. Uh, let, me let me see that. Here. How is the audio? Boom. Okay. Well, we'll we'll wait to see what people on Rumble say. So when I'm looking at what's happening right now, I, I, I strategically, methodically, okay perceive everything from a, a 40,000 foot view and, and and you have to i mean you have to take a lot of things into the context but not mm-hmm. only that is when we look at the future and we look at various different types of events that happen or that could happen or occur right okay. we we have to speculate because we don't know the future i'm not a prophet i'm not a psychic sometimes right but but when we look at the future we have to understand that the culmination of all past events lead to that future prediction right and so when you start mixing in disinformation, misinformation, absolute garbage and bullshit in with that theoretical model, you, you begin to get things that are way off target. And that can be dangerous yeah. for people. Right. Yeah,
2: I see your point. So what happens today matters because it affects the future.
1: Exactly. And so one thing that I do is I, I very, very carefully review the narrative. So it, how I start the show. We, we have an unfolding global conspiracy. They are infiltrating our social... Those words are repetitive. They're, they're repetitive for a reason, okay? I don't just go over the various domains that are under attack just because it sounds cool or it fills space. I do it as a subtle reminder to myself as well as you all out there that we have to look at the big picture. We have to see all the domains that are being affected by this information warfare that is going on, right? Yeah. And so there's people out there that I think are absolute bullshit artists. Um, one of them I wrote a blog about, I, I kinda, he said, fact-checked his work. I went out there, I fact-checked his work. I only got through the first like half a page and it was absolute, just garbage. The person had no idea what he was talking about. And I was very rude or arrogant in my blog post when I did that. And the reason is, is people don't know this, is I interviewed him twice on American Media Periscope, which I'm a I'm a contributor to American Media Periscope. I do multiple different shows over there, and uh, mm-hmm. he attacked me on those shows in a wow. place that I can't um, I can't like I can't fight back. I am just there to interview him, ask him specific questions, and and that's just kind of my job there, right? I mean I have to respect those guidelines, and so sure. I, I, I just held back. I could have. I could have. But I didn't. And he, he accosted me. I mean, he came at me. He, he, um, he attacked my military service. He attacked my character. And I said, okay, I'm going to write the blog then. And that's kind of why my blog was formatted in that very arrogant way. Because the guy is absolutely wrong. Um, there's other people out there. And I've mentioned who these people are. Some of them I like. I, I think some of them are good people. I think that they're patriots. Right? I think that there are people that are trying to really do it and they might be thinking they're getting the right information, but at the end of the day, they're, they're fucking inherently wrong and you can see where they're going wrong. And so have you ever looked at like um, like spider diagrams, right? Spider web diagrams is that yeah. if you have a, a situation of various different decision-making processes, right? And you have these bad decisions that are made within that and they stem off the new webs right that the resultant counter effects of those bad decisions start to spawn out and you get very very far away from anything that's beneficial
2: yeah or if you're working on a big project and you make a big fuck up you then have to go back and fix all right. that before you get ahead
1: it's like building a house if you build a house and you fuck up on the foundation or mess sorry sorry for all the, the people oh, yeah. you mess up on the foundation right and you build yeah. a whole house on top of it and that foundation crumbles, the whole house comes crumbling down. It's the same perspective, is that when we're building a a theoretical model of future events and how this stuff can all come about and the speculation upon that, is that we have to have a sound foundation. Absolutely. And when we start looking at some of these things that some of these people are saying, it, it gets pretty wackadoo. Um, it's kind of
2: like throwing a wrench in the machine. And there's really not a lot of excuses when there's plenty of information for things to for the truth actually to be known, right. things that aren't hard to actually understand, you know, some things are right. just plain as day.
1: Right. And so someone like me, when I look at other people's research, I can kind of point and pick these things out. The people that are my friends that I are like, hey, right here, you know, like kind of throw this out there. Right. And show we work them. together. Show on that them. Type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they do the same thing to me, which is great because, hey, did you remember this? Or you remember that? Um, but right now I'm writing a blog on, um, it's called, and I want everybody to get excited about this because there, I think there's two people that have read it, what I've, I've built so far and yeah. it it's pretty good. It's uh, the multi-domain battlefield, the war for freedom, the multi-domain okay. battlefield, the war for freedom. And so. This is a 40,000-foot perspective from everything that I've developed in my research with reference material that has brought us to this point where we're at today and why, why it's so important of what's happening today, what What all this means, What? why all these things are happening, okay? And okay. so it, it gets into this various perspectives, but it looks at a lot of various angles. Now, one of these things, by the way, and I'm going to put it out there, is someone posted on Truth Social um, a response to General Michael Flynn's book? He Michael Michael Flynn wrote a book called "5G Warfare," Fifth Generation Warfare. So it's five yeah five GW, <laughs> right? Five GW. Yeah. It's Fifth Generation Warfare. And this person came out and started. Did you see the way that he aligned 5G? It's it's subliminal programming that they're trying to get you in. And I'm just like, what the. What are you talking about? Like, That's like, a far reach. It, it is a far reach. And, and actually, I'll, I'll see if I can find it on my true social, and I'll pull it up. I'm not going to mention the person's name. I don't think we need to go out that far. Uh, but I think it's important to see this because <laughs> – It's me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Vince Tagliavia. <laughs> okay, so the post is, is – um, and, and I'll just pull this up. He says, did anyone else notice that the same guy who recently ranted about Q as being fantasy silently introduced the letters 5G in that exact combination to the mass consciousness narrative space just two and a half weeks ago? And he's talking about uh, Michael Flynn's press release on the Citizen's Guide to the Fifth Generation Warfare introducing the 5GW. Okay? Now, I, I just, to me, that's like, what are you talking about? Because... Firstly, anyone familiar with military strategy and strategic warfare fighter domains would know that General Flynn's book is about a new generation of warfare that we are experiencing right now, examples of which are psychological warfare and social engineering. The irony of your post is comical. Flynn is giving his expert opinion on this and as an update to previous fourth-generation warfare, okay? Um, He is not simply programming people with the arrangement of letters. Now, fourth-generation warfare is various different types of asymmetrical um, and... uh, Kind of like uh, modern warfare tactics, but it's it's typically arranged around kinetic warfare. Okay, with fifth generation, it's more about the mind, manipulating the minds, the thoughts, the ideas of people. And so I was just like, what? Like people who don't understand this terminology, they go out there and they say absurd shit like that, and it just it gives people because I mean a hundred thousand people follow that person, so they take them they go, General Flinch, like programming people with five G and in in. Like, that's the problem, right? That's a problem. That's infiltration within. This is whether he intentionally did that or he actually believes that. That's two different things. But I need to call that shit out because I think that people need to understand. But what General Flynn is talking about, though, is fifth generation warfare. Now, fifth generation warfare as for the – and this is kind of where the multi-domain warfare comes into play uh, with my blog that I'm writing. 5th um, okay. generation warfare 5GW is a warfare that is conducted primarily through non-kinetic military action such as social engineering, misinformation, cyber attacks, along with emerging, de- emerging technologies such as, such as artificial intelligence and autonomous systems. 5th generation warfare has been described by Daniel Abbott as the war of information and perception. And so this is kind of what General Flynn's writing about. Well, he's telling you exactly what is happening in the world. Everything that I've been telling you about how they understood that there's a transitional shift on how people consume information around that time, 2015 to 2016 or 2012 to 2016. This transitional shift was happening. They realized that the deep state, the cabal, the global order were not transitioning into this new domain, but instead seeking to control it from the back end, which gave them the prime opportunity to go in there and teach people about these techniques to show them the breadcrumbs and overwhelm the system and get around the system's algorithms. And this is kind of where we're at today.
2: I certainly think that this situation is overlooking everything that General Flynn is actually saying, which is his the contents of his entire, his, his entire book, and I want to add to what you're saying, the danger of saying something um, that is so far from the mark is that there are health concerns with 5G. There is truth to 5G, but when you connect the dots improperly, now, it can be discredited and the whole thing could be thrown in the trash by CNN or somebody else.
1: That's right. And it gives them a reason to discredit us because of the falsification of information and in the, in the the misconnection of, of, of pearls, if you want to look at it like that. So that's kind of why I, ca- I connect that. But with the blog that I'm writing, I go through the multi the multipolar domain kind of like what klaus schwab says is we live in we live in a multipolar domain right it, it, this is the multipolar world yeah. and what we yeah. have to understand is that these people are fighting for control over various domains I've already named these various domains, uh, social, cultural, political, institutional, academic, supply chain, infrastructure. These are the various different, different domains that basically produce our society, our culture. But they're all dominated by one fundamental primary domain that encapsulates all of them. That's information. And that's what we, the patriots, have actually done. We have taken over The information, we have taken over the idea of information. We are now the media, media companies, CNN, MSN, Washington Post, they're collapsing. They're failing. You wanted any any more evidence that we're winning. You just have to understand that we're controlling the information domain. And since we control that domain, they have absolutely zero power over us. The only way that they can stop us now is to completely shut off the Internet or shut us off. And obviously, there's way too many of us to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know when Joe Biden said, oh, you know, when he's like, we could just take you guys out with uh, fighter jets. Yeah. That's not, they're not going to do nuclear that. Nuclear battlefield is in the mind. You the think AR-15 is
1: a comparability to a, to a <laughs> nuclear, <laughs> nuclear weapon? Yeah, no, Joe, like, but you're going to nuke <laughs> American citizens on American soil? He's... I him. almost cursed again. Okay. <laughs> so I, I want to touch on some of the big stories um that, that are happening there's a lot of small news okay
2: sure um, I, no, it's nonstop.
1: i mean we have twitter files we have elon musk oh, yeah. and i'm going to start with elon musk at the world cup okay speculation increases okay. that elon musk spotted at world cup with special guest who's that special guest That is Jared Kushner, not only Jared Kushner, but the CEO of Citadel Capital. If you remember about a year and a half ago when the AMC pump and dumps were going on, Citadel Capital was the ones that were basically taking uh, open or open short positions against Robinhood and trying to basically bankrupt Robinhood. And that's when all the uh, Wall Street bets and so forth came out and basically almost put Citadel Capital out of business. That's Ken Griffey. That's who Elon Musk was with today, or two days ago. Now, the fact that he's with Jared Kushner, okay, this brings about some interesting theories. Now, I came out here and said uh, Trump's truth today has a significant delta with a match of dark and darkness. I think he may be hitting that they will arrest him. We know this now. Um, And from this point, everything will begin to unravel. Then the timestamp for the post was 819, no coincidences. In the post, he talks about phase two, referencing Jack getting nervous, Twitter files. Then today we see Elon Musk Kushner, one of Trump's trusted aides. And so yesterday, Trump posted this. Republicans and patriots all over the land must stand strong and united against thugs and scoundrels of the Unselect Committee. There'll be a dark period in the American history, but with darkness comes light. Now, he posted this at um, on December 18th. Okay, so on December 18th, 2017, you get this one, oh. Flash Break, Shall We Play a gra- Game, Map is Critical to Understand, Future Unlocks the Past, um, News Unlocks, Find the, the, the Markers, 12-7 to 12-17, that was actually 12-6 to 12-18 is the Twitter Files release, so this date actually encompasses the Twitter Files, which is kind of interesting. Um, then you have Dark and Darkness, so you have the Double Word Match right there, quite interesting, Great Awakening, POTUS today unlock. How about a nice game of chess? Splash, blocks free. Uh, then we have the timestamp, which matches eight nineteen. Okay, and this is stay tuned. Everything has meaning or purpose. At Jack getting nervous, phase two. Oh uh, shoot. And then at the same day, we have Musk, who is now the CEO of Twitter, probably going to step down soon. Kushner and Ken Griffey, but but there's actually more here than this. Okay. OK, so there's there's actually a lot more. And I was going to do a whole um, gambit of stuff on this. I was going to write a blog about this one. This is where it gets interesting, because Trump just did what the other day that we were all disappointed about
2: <laughs> the Trump card? I wasn't disappointed. I was surprised. And then I was expecting him to come out with more. And he did. Well, but does it have a significance?
1: Oh, you I mean, don't even
2: you ready? Chris large did a video on it and I kind I really enjoyed it. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I Plan haven't on me. I've been wanting to talk to you about this. I
1: haven't released any of this yet. Okay. Okay. Trump released the Trump card 1700 days after the 8th, April 15th post of the Trump card post.
2: Trump card coming.
1: Trump card coming. That's right. On the same day, Dan Scavino posts this $2 bill on Facebook. He goes, this was cool. I had a $2 bill in my wallet that my father had (laughs) given me many years ago. I had the boss sign it on the plane ride home from Vegas a couple months ago. Let's fucking go. (laughs) That's Donald Trump's signature. That's Donald Trump's signature. Okay. Now – I want you to ask. I'm going to ask you something. What, what did you notice about that signature?
2: It's in Sharpie. Uh, it's written on the right side. I don't know. What? It's on
1: the right side. Why is that important?
2: I'd have no idea. I was just noting where, saying things I noticed.
1: Okay, let's is look it again. Is covering something? Where? Where is it? Where is it precisely? Over the seal. It's over what? What is that? It's under the seal. Oh, over the other signature. <laughs> it's over the signature of the Secretary of Treasury, who at the time was Jack Lou. Oh, my God. He signed over the signature of the Secretary of Treasury. On the oh, same shoot. day, he releases NFTs on Polygon on Ethereum, which is a decentralized cryptocurrency network. Do you get the hint? So what are uh, Trump cards worth now? I, I don't know. I bought one. I got to look it. Nice. So here's my theory. Melania is all about Bitcoin and NFTs. Trump is obviously getting into it right now. Now, a $2 bill. What What's interesting about a $2 bill?
2: They're no longer in being printed?
1: I think they're still being printed. That one's from 2013. Oh, oh I didn't know that. No <clears <idea>. <clears <throat> Firstly, on the reverse side of that $2 bill is the United States Constitution. Or sorry, it's a, sorry the Declaration of Independence. Okay, the Declaration of Independence signing. The signing of the mm, Declaration right. of Independence. Trump signs over the Secretary of Treasury. Okay, we got Jefferson on the front. The $2 bill is kind of like an anomaly. Yeah,
2: that's a weird bill. They
1: don't use them. They're legitimate money, but nobody uses them. Here's my theory. Trump came out right after the launch of the uh, um, the NFTs, right? Mm-hmm. And he came out and gave the speech, which we didn't play last week. And the reason I didn't play it last week is because I wasn't really ready to, to go down that road yet. Okay? But I want to play this for you. Um, I, wa- I want to pull this up. I think this is it right here. It's six minutes, and I'm just going to play a little bit of it, okay? Yep, that's it right there. Okay, I'm just going to play a little bit of it, but I think that this is critically important, and we're going to come into this, and we're going to talk about this.
0: If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple, Just like dominoes, one by one, they'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here is my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters. And we have to do this right now to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Third, upon my inauguration as President, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk, revising Section 230, to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called mis and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. If any US university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities, or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their first, fourth, and fifth amendment rights. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep-staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI CIA, NSA, DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. Fifth, the time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital bill of rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content Not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. That was the point I wanted
1: to get to is is the Digital Bill of Rights. So he said a lot there, okay? A heck of a lot there. Now, the Digital Bill of Rights is interesting. Do you know why? No. So if you go to the boards, 3025 is some of the starts here, Okay. John Perry, John Perry Barlow post, January 27th, 2018, dead February 8th, 2018. What was his post about John, John Perry, Perry
2: Barlow. Barlow? I don't
1: know. John Perry Barlow. So I, I'm familiar with John Perry Barlow. For those who don't, he was one of the lyricists for the rock and roll band, The Grateful Dead.
2: Oh, shoot. Dude. He I was also no
1: an advocate for a digital bill of rights. You're kidding, and this article that he wrote on January twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen, was about a digital bill of rights, and then he was dead on February eighth of a heart attack, nonetheless. Okay, so what is Trump trying to set up here? Firstly, he said his inauguration. He didn't say. <laughs> after the 2024 election. He said inauguration. I think that's kind of... I think there's a lot of things that can happen in a year. Mm. Um, but this is my thoughts. Donald Trump is going to run in 2024 under okay. the platform of removing the Federal Reserve, of removing the IRS, and Publicly? bringing currency... Back to the people, decentralized in nature. Returning to the gold standard, all this beautiful thing. I think he's going to go in about decentralized cryptocurrencies and how, think about how decentralized cryptocurrencies work, right? Okay. The Trump card is a prime example of this. And by the way, there's there's more mm-hmm. to the Trump card as well, is the Trump card actually allows him to take money in from tons of various people around the world without any indication who those people are. So if he had favors or something like that, okay. think about it. You could only buy 100 of them Yeah, and they're $99 a that piece. That's $9,900. That's – 10,000 is the limit that you have to report to the IRS in the sense of money going out, that they'll actually the bank will actually fill out the form, so people could have gone out there and bought hundreds at a time through different various crypto accounts, and basically gave Donald Trump month money for favors. I don't think you there's know how anything. much he made total. Um, I, I think there's fifty four thousand at one hundred dollars a piece. So five that? million. Yeah, it's not that much money. It's but. not, but it's tax free. He'll he'll never have to pay taxes on that money. Um, so, what do you think about this theory that? Um, i don't know how
2: exactly how nfts work i've made one once i have one i know kind of how to get around but somebody in during coffee this morning said that you could send you could like upgrade them or send more information through them to the people that own them that that's like exactly possibly, it. possibly and it, for it could be for d class
1: and I was like, whoa. Ooh, I never thought about that. I own one. I can actually look at it. Um, but so think about this. is An NFT is a non-fungible token. Okay? So look at it kind of like a uh, an image or a video. It's a piece of data that exists on the blockchain that has no intrinsic value except for the value that you give it. Okay? Yes. Um, this... NFT can be programmable. So I can program it to do various different things. I can have animation in it. I can have upgrades to it. So you like think about a video game, okay, where you got armor and that armor levels up when you level up and gets more and more advanced and gives you more strength and more protection. That's an NFT. Okay. It's a non functional token because I can take that and I can trade it to Vince and Vince can trade me something for it. Right.
2: Yes, and if there's a high demand for it, it's worth a lot.
1: Right, and so this is the kind of the idea of what this is. Trump is now introduced to this idea and concept. I think what he's going to run on in 2024 is the end of the Federal Reserve, the removal of the central bank, putting the coining and printing money back into the hands of Congress and the allowance of decentralized cryptocurrencies as a uh, an opposition to CBDCs. This is important because mm-hmm. even on the left, the central banks are getting pushback for central bank digital currencies and programmable money. This is the big outrage. And he knows that if he attacks that centralized cryptocurrency, programmable money, and says, hey, look, we can do programmable money. We can do um, you know, digital currencies, but let's keep it in the hands of the people. Constitution, $2 bill, Declaration of Independence, right? Power of the people. Yeah. What, does a, what does a blockchain actually do? Now, now, this is the idea I want you to understand. Right now, they are developing a central bank digital currency. The blockchain itself is going to be controlled by the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve banks, and the, the treasury, okay? All the servers, all the networking, everything will be controlled by them, okay? Yeah. How does Ethereum work? I don't know. Okay.
2: You tell you precisely.
1: Basically, you have people that come into the network, very similar to Bitcoin. People, so you have proof of stake and proof of work. But just imagine that you have people, I bring a computer into the network, I hook my computer up to the network, and my computer starts taking in the functionality of the blockchain. And so the blockchain replicates the same chain of events on every single computer. The whole blockchain is stored on those computers, right? So I can validate. So if I remove my computer, the blockchain still operates and can validate through thousands of thousands of other nodes. If I plug it in, that's just one more node of controllability. Now, it's impossible to basically take down that blockchain because you would need 51% consensus, which means that you would have to get together 51% of the thousands upon thousands of nodes all together because there's no centralized point of processing power within the blockchain. Right. When you do this for currency, that becomes incredibly powerful, because all those people that have their computers hooked up to it are using it. They're earning from it, right? And it, in this sense, it's decentralized because I can leave, and nothing happens. I can plug back in, and I'm earning money. Now, think about it in this sense as well: is let's say that the, the that a group comes over and gets tyrannical and says we're making changes to this cryptocurrency. Guess what? Everybody leaves and it fails. Everybody pulls their computers out and goes somewhere else and it fails. So I think Donald Trump sees the beauty in that. And what he will do is he will organize a United States digital currency that will be based upon the people, the decentralized power of the people all integrated into the network. Hmm. of where everything is public on the blockchain I'm telling you this brings about government accountability budgetary accountability this yeah. brings I mean <laughs> everything that you could have ever imagined You'll but then you you get rid of the aspect of centralized cryptocurrency and I also yeah. think that he'll he'll move to bring it back on the gold standard I, I'm telling I'm, I'm making crypto. this prediction now Donald Trump is going to run on this platform of a decentralized cryptocurrency, of the people for the people by the people you can use bitcoin you can use ethereum but we're also going to provide a united states digital currency it's not going to be centralized at the, it'll be centralized at the treasury the treasury will basically issue out if you want to take part in the blockchain all you have to do is contact Provide a PC, hook it up in your house, they'll upload the blockchain directly to it, and now you're an integrated part of the blockchain, of which, if you start leaving, it starts to collapse. So it has to be incentivized, which means that yeah. the people get the return back to power, and he'll probably come out and say that it cannot be um, cannot be centralized in the one place, shape, or form. So Amazon and Google cannot start hosting these things. I- I'm telling you, this That's would be idea. absolute genius. I wonder
2: if he would make his own blockchain. Well, yes, either way, it'll, if this is true, it would be a blockchain. But I wonder if it would be what kind of cryptocurrency it would be. Obviously, you're talking about being backed by gold, possibly other assets. But mainly gold is what you said. I, you didn't say other assets. No, no, no.
1: So the, the backing yeah. of a cryptocurrency by gold is, is um, yeah, we could have that. But well, really what you would want is your stable coin. So you know how they're trying to do a central this bank is, digital currency? This is a stable coin. It just pegs a I'm value going. at a dollar, okay?
2: That's exactly where I'm going, is are they going to create a stable coin and then let you use everything else? Or are there they you go. Now coin.
1: you're starting to see it. Is they would create yeah, a stable coin with the reserve so you can only print this stable coin if you if you have more money if not it devalues the price of the dollar over time because it's only based upon the quantity of gold that you actually have in reserves okay so this means yeah. that the digital stable coin is backed upon the actual value of gold I can go out there I can take my digital stable coin I can go hey I want some gold they'll go here's your gold and the digital certificate that you get the gold certificate will be an nft redeemable for gold I, I'm just I, I'm kind of like speculating here but with yeah, everything yeah, that I've seen that he said here's the thing If you want to win in 2024, you better be mentioning cryptocurrency. Not only cryptocurrency, but decentralized cryptocurrency and crypto sovereignty. Now, the crypto sovereign movement is massive. About 86% of all the people that are involved in cryptocurrency right now that are not at the top, the people just buying Bitcoin, so on and so forth, these are known as crypto sovereigns. These people joined up because they hate the Federal Reserve. They hate the IRS. They don't like fiat currencies, and they want to be left the F alone. Okay. These yeah. are liberals, libertarians, yes. moderate, independents. Mm-hmm. He needs to overflow the system of votes in 2024. How does he do it? There it is right there.
2: And a lot of those people are filthy rich, by
1: the way, just yep. from the last 5-10 years. <laughs> so, and, and here's the thing, wow. is who is Jared Kushner with? Musk. Who is Elon Musk? Dogecoin? He's a, cryptocurrency. He's, he loves crypto. Um, Ken Griffin of Citadel Capital. Massive investments in cryptocurrency. Robinhood. I, I'm yes. telling you, it's all there. It's all set up. I'm. I, he's going to get Man. more and more integrated on blockchain. I'm telling you, it's coming. And the Fed went completely digital under Trump. It did. Now... Mm-hmm. I think he's going to call for an end of the Federal Reserve. He'll probably start saying like he he called. Remember, this is about domain warfare, right? His first four years was not about holding the presidency, making significant changes, or keeping the presidency. It was about taking over the idea of information, about getting the information back in the control of you and me, the people, which is done. We got it, right? What's the next domain? What's the next largest domain? Financial. Financial. So if he attacked fake news first, who does he attack now? And the Fed. I'm telling you, he's going to come out and he's going to go, look, I like digital currencies. You know what? I was wrong about Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin (laughs) is a good investment. By the way, Jacob Jack Lew, who's the Secretary of Treasury that Trump printed uh, printed his name over his signature, he was the first Secretary of Treasury to actually be speaking out about Bitcoin. Oh, wow. So he, he was actually Secretary of Treasury in 2013 when Bitcoin started to become popul- popular, and he came out along with um, uh, Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan. We're like, oh, no, not Bitcoin, not Bitcoin. But in 2020, 2021, he came out and was like, you know, I think there's room for Bitcoin in the world. So, I mean, there's a connection there. But he also, I mean, he signed his name over to the Secretary of Treasury. Why? He's, he he said, my inauguration, he puts that out there. As president, he puts his name above the treasury, which means that he has control over the money system. Even though he doesn't, Congress Congress has control of the money system. What he's trying to say is he's going to make direction to change the money system. This is what I'm seeing. Maybe, dude. Love it. Thank Q, Q you. Q is hinted towards it as well. People mm. are out there shouting, Nassara, Gisera. I disagree with Nassara, Gisera, But this is equally as good, and it's a massive integrated system. What else did Elon Musk come out and say what he was going to do? With crypto? Crypto and money. Integrated into Twitter? He's competing against PayPal. He's building a new company, X, that's going to compete against PayPal. How is this going to be built? Blockchain, decentralized. They're they're planning something, dude. They have a plan and they're fighting back.
2: And this could potentially be a parallel system for people like us who aren't going to play in their court.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do? You you control the information. Once you get the control back of the information, you bankrupt them. You go for the juggler.
2: It's Guess so what? easy, too. Look All at the, the other media. domains
1: fall back into place because there's no money the fund. It. Yeah.
2: It's okay. We could pick the pieces up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and That's how about awesome, this
2: dude.
1: and if we also go on the premise that the BRICS plus nations okay mm-hmm. were organized by a Putin Trump plan to basically bankrupt demilitarize NATO and the western nations to attack the new world order during the transitionary part right what are the BRICS nations doing they they control 65% of the global economy 80% of global trade Okay, and they're all backing their currencies upon gold. They're now exchanging oil for gold. They're moving away from the petrodollar. China already has integrated a, a, a uh, the Wang blockchain. It's already there. they there. It's the war of attrition. They took information, now you go for financial. Everything else falls back into place after that. They bankrupt the globalists, they bankrupt the deep state. It's over.
2: Maybe, dude, not a bad theory. Hmm. Pretty damn bad theory.
1: All right, um... The European Union just introduced the first step of a personalized carbon credit system. Every citizen will have to start paying for their carbon emissions in an effort to cut emissions by 55% by 2020, 2033. Um, do you see why banks and airlines, etc., are already tracking it? Uh, I'll tell you this right now. If this type of personal carbon credit monitoring system comes to the United States, it's lock yeah. and load time. It's not good, I, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll call it as it is, right? That is lock and load time. I, I, I don't listen for anybody out there. Oh, you radical man, you just you just uh, you're a radical. Uh, that, that's crazy to think about that. Oh, you know, you know, how dare you? Because we've had that in the past, right? <laughs> Pretty solid impression, yeah. But let me read something for you, and I've read this on this show before. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and the nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, what ends? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. Not only life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, but when that power is no longer instituted among men and the power is no longer derived from the people understand that it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it it goes on later to say that it's the duty of the people and so when i say if they want to go to that level that's lock and load time why because that is our unalienable right granted to us by the god of nature by our creator and I have every right in the world to say that. And you know what? There's millions upon millions of Americans around the world thinking the same damn thing. They're all waiting for that one just, okay, please don't go that far. Don't go, please don't go there. Okay, I'm going to draw another line. Don't go there. Don't go there. And, <laughs> and those lines are getting shorter and shorter away now. Yeah. And listen, we have to understand. Think about the Twitter files. Right. Twitter Files Part 7 was released today. The FBI, the Hunter Biden laptop. Oh, this is good. Oh, yeah. The the FBI. So so we have FBI, Department of Homeland Security, ODNI, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. We're censoring people, American citizens, First Amendment protected American citizens on Twitter. And guess what? The federal government was paying Twitter for the access. Yeah, yep, millions of dollars, a- and they ran a campaign, knowing, knowingly, the, the office of the director of national intelligence. He, who was the DNI at the time? Dan Ratcliffe. You want you know what Ratcliffe said during the Hunter laptop stuff? He said it openly everywhere. He put out documents saying it. It's not Russian disinformation, except his department was working with Twitter to suppress Hunter Biden's laptop, saying it was Russian propaganda. You want to talk about, there's no deep state. What the hell is that? Yeah, dude. So we have a problem here. And I explained this on the Dark Delight show earlier. Do you remember oh. last week you had Tulsi, uh, Tulsi Gabbard's show with Tucker Carlson? Yeah. And Tucker was saying what? what he said say? that he had dinner with someone who is at the head of the House Intelligence Committee. And they had a few drinks, and he's like, oh, just text that over to me. And he's like, I can't, NSA oh, yeah. reads my text. And he goes, what are you talking about, the NSA reads you? He goes, they read my texts, my phones, my emails, they're, they're continuously watching me. He goes, you're, you're the one of the heads of the House Intelligence how is this possible? And then he was mm-hmm. talking about Congressman McCall, who called him uh, a Russian disinformation agent on television. Tucker calls him up, and McCall's like, well, this is what my intelligence briefers told me and he, Tucker said he like you're gonna fucking believe your intelligence bravers here's the key I want you to understand um today woke societies I'm in a chat with I think woke societies is cool shit I think he's a good dude um and we're not always right we're not always wrong right but woke societies today if you guys know who he is he's on he's on pilled badlands by the way I do have a show on badlands for anybody who wants to check that out Um, he posted something today. There it is. He said that, uh, right here, 9-11 was a proxy for all the government infiltration and spying on citizens through social media that we are currently seeing happening now. Don't ever forget that. He's not wrong, but I said social media didn't exist then. So it wasn't like their idea to utilize social media, but he is right. I says, they already controlled the mass media by this point. You know, every Operation uh, uh, Mockingbird and stuff, such. Yeah, The proxy was for Congress and Senate, which through the Patriot Act gives the intelligence yeah. community the ability to provide daily briefings to policy makers. That's it right there. Hmm. What Tucker said. Intelligence briefers are the ones lying to congressmen of which they come out and make policy upon. They are controlling the information at the congressional and Senate level with the intelligence that they're giving them. Okay. Deep State comes out there, says we have a disinformation campaign. Hunter Biden's laptop's coming out. We need to uh, push it down that it's, it's Russian propaganda. Push this out in all your intelligence briefs directly to all these congressmen. Right? And then your DNI comes out and says, it's not Russian propaganda. What are you talking about? But all these people below him are going out there and briefing these congressmen saying it's Russian propaganda. That's how this works tucker called it out the patriot act is what allowed that to happen congress only a few members of congress a speaker of the house the senate majority leader these types of people would get various different type of intelligence briefings now basically anybody who sits on a a, uh, a committee with various clearances finance, house financial committee house intelligence committee these types of committees they get intelligence briefings basically any congressman can get an intelligence briefing from what i know which means that Basically, they're going to control that flow of information. That was the infiltration that came about through September. One of the infiltrations that came about through September 11th was basically the control of Congress and Senate. And this is why we've seen such radicalized policy come about since that point in time, included things like Directive 51, Directive 63, PEDS that we have never seen. Um, We have uh, the Patriot Act, the the National Defense Authorization Mm -hmm. Act, which is the renewal of that every year. And this is why Congress continuously renews it every year.
2: Hmm. Fascinating Okay um, Yeah and people were so People that pay attention Saw the Patriot Act as it was coming through
1: And they're like uh oh Yep So today You know I, I go back I think it was October 17th October 19th 2020 Okay there was an episode we were doing here it was a four panel I think it was me you Jason and someone else Um, and Jason my co-host at the time said guys I know who the first arrest is going to be we're like what who who he goes it's going to be Trump and I'm like how do you figure and he goes watch first arrest is going to be Trump they're going to come after Trump whether it's the impeachment, by that time, you know, this is pre-election, stuff like that. Uh, vaccine, we we're thinking vaccine deaths, whatever it might be. Two years later, the January 6th panel announces criminal referrals against Donald Trump. They're trying. Insurrection. <laughs> insurrection charges yeah. against Donald Trump, inciting yeah. an insurrection.
2: God. They're
1: trying to suspend him through the 14th Amendment from ever running for office again. Okay. Yep. The lame duck Congress might try to pass. The Senate, will it'll never get through Senate. Um, but- they're saying the referrals made to the Justice Department for allegedly impeding the lawful transfer of power and recommended an investigation over inciting an insurrection as well as conspiracy to defraud the United States, obstructing official proceeding, and conspiracy to make false statements. Okay. So, firstly, impeding the, unlawful, the lawful transfer of power. Did Donald Trump impede the lawful transfer of power on January 20th, 2021? No. No. So, that's bullshit right there. Okay. What was I supposed to not supposed to read? I don't know. I don't know. They're like, sorry, Josh, don't read that. (laughs) Um, The recommendation of an investigation over inciting an insurrection. Um, Did Donald Trump ever come out and say, go attack this, go do that, or acts of violence? Never. No. Um, The conspiracy to defraud the United States of America. Um, That would be a very, very hard one to prove there's no absolutely basically they're trying to say is that what he was coming out and making allegations of voter fraud that this was him trying to defraud the constitutional process um eh, that's gonna be hard obstructing an official proceeding um donald trump had nothing to do with january 6th he wasn't there at the capitol building he didn't call anybody in there that won't hold conspiracy to make a false statement Uh, Think about that conspiracy to make a false statement, not making a false statement. Just say, hey, we're speculating you were going to make false statements. You were
2: thinking bad thoughts.
1: (laughs) So that that's not none of those charges are going to hold up, hold up in court. But you know what Garland's going to do? I guarantee they're going to have a criminal indictment and arrest Donald Trump.
2: Drag him through the system. Yep. Maybe, dude. Maybe. Yeah. It'd be a different story if Trump rode on a horse and was like, everybody follow me to the Capitol and then rode in. Then yep. yeah, they could probably do something, but it was nothing even close to that.
1: Did you know the day that it broke, that the January 6th committee was going to make uh, their announcements? What happened? So it was Saturday that all the news reports, Friday, Saturday, that they came out and said that they were going to make all their uh, their list of referrals. January mm. or December 17th, 2019, post 3717. First indictment mm. unsealed will trigger mass population awakening. First arrest will verify <laughs> action and confirm future direction. They will fight, but you are ready. Marker nine. Marker nine. What's
2: marker
1: nine? Uh, story for another day. Mm. Going through all the markers. I have to go through all my notes.
0: Mm.
1: All right. Um, press secretary, what we saw on January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. this bitch really said this listen these people are ridiculous and uh we've been very clear from the beginning that what we saw on january 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the civil war wow i I, that's just dude the rhetoric that's flying around right now (laughs) is absolutely ridiculous
2: it's really you can't make this stuff up man
1: How about this? The Department of Justice snooped on House Intelligence Committee investigators during the Russian probe subpoena show. (laughs) So, Cash Patel obviously published his subpoena, but. uh, Mm The Justice Department used grand jury subpoenas to secretly obtain the personal email and phone data of at least two top House Intelligence Committee investigators back in November 2017, um, just as they and their boss, then-chairman Devin Nunes, were assembling bombshell evidence of abuse FBI abuses in the Russian collusion probe. You want to talk about weaponization. This is it. (sighs) Weaponization of the DOJ. All right. Bill Gates is not only hoarding farmland in America, he's also taking global control of of uh, warehousing of seeds. Principal funders of the SeaGAR Trust Fund, principal funders of main funding channels in 2017, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. they own more seeds than basically the majority of the countries in the world. Wild dude. Not good. That's alarming. Well, then fire breaks out at Siginaw County Grain Elevator. Fire could burn for another week. Latest fire at a food processing plant. We've been updating you guys on these ones. This is atrocious as well. There are small, little, minute attacks happening throughout our infrastructure and supply chain here in the United States of America. And it's just not stopping. And nobody's investigating these things. They're just... Another fire they they just had someone shooting you know the electric grid. Oh well, you know, just kids will be kids, I guess. My god. <sighs> I'm 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 sad Jen. I I got a Jen couldn't make it tonight. They uh, they had something uh come up last minute, so unfortunately, but no worries. What is this one? Someone just sent me this. There has been a 4,070% increase in various miscarriage and stillbirth reports after the mRNA shots were rolled out. How much? 4,070%. Whoa. That is a lot. Yep. That's a lot, a lot. Yep.
2: That that's a lot, a lot. Jeez, dude. I need to order some seeds.
1: Russia is uh, load. Second monster nuclear missile into silo issues, renewed threat to NATO. Uh, they're not playing around Russian troops. The whole drill in Ukraine's Polaris. Putin is in Polaris. Putin prepares new hypersonic 20,000 mile per hour. Avangard meteorite missile that travels 27 times the speed of sound and can hit any target in the world in less than 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, they're moving.
1: <clears throat> yep. Moscow says they shot down four U S made missiles over Southern Russia. That's not good because U.S.-made r- missiles are an act of war. <laughs> and then the scarier one is Russia announces joint naval drills with China this week. Just um, drills, right? Yeah, and then British military goes public about their covert operations in Ukraine, <clears throat> which, by the way, is a NATO act of war. Um, Dude, how about this? Mandela effect. Uh-oh. So, right when the World Cup ended, I got on Twitter. Okay. And all I saw was France won the World Cup, France wins the World Cup and shootout, France wins World Cup in shootout. and shootout. I'm, I'm searching through it, right? And I'm seeing all France wins World Cup, France wins World Cup. I shut off Twitter, I go outside real quick, I open it back up, and Argentina mm. won. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I like I, I was going back to take screenshots <laughs> because I was going to. Posted in my telegram saying, oh, congratulations, France. I, I don't know. I, I don't either. But congratulations, Argentina. Um, oh, shit. But Mild. here is, here's something interesting. How about this? That um, event 201 occurred on the same day as the the mil- international military games in China. Did you know this? I, did not, I didn't know that. Okay, this, uh, this contagion event that they just had in October, right? Oh, yeah. Catastrophic contagion happened yeah. on the same day as the start of the FIFA World Cup.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. There's some weird stuff going on
1: in China still. Well, how about this? As people in China have been rioting and protesting about the lockdown. Last week, mm-hmm. China eased the majority of the restrictions. Yeah, um, I was I've been saying that what if what China has been setting up and preparing to do, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, is not about a virus, but it's about population control. Doing their part for population control. That they th- why were they building these mass facilities, right? Quarantine. Yeah, facilities. the hospital they put up in like three seconds. That's right. Why are they building these mass facilities? Okay, my thoughts. Yeah, Don, I'll I'll talk about it in a minute. Um, My thoughts are this, is that China was going to utilize the guise of a vaccine. I talked about this like two weeks ago or a week ago. They're going to use the guise of another virus as a methodology to basically kill their people. They will start eliminating their population because their population is way too big. Okay? Way too big for what? Way too big for China. It's 1.3 billion people. It's a lot of people. Well, guess what? This is Eric Fingding. He is an epidemiologist. He's posting this on behalf of Jennifer Zhang, which Jennifer Zhang's information has been highly accurate and correct coming out of China. Okay? Yeah. This is, a, this is hospitals in China. Right now.
0: Okay.
1: What's the last
2: story she broke? Is this the, we've covered her stories before, right? Yep, we have. Okay.
1: So hospitals completely overwhelmed in China ever since restrictions dropped. epidemiologists estimate that less than sixty percent of the ten percent of Earth's population likely infected over the next ninety days. I'll say that again. Epidemiologists estimate that more than more than sixty percent of China's or yeah, more than sixty percent of China and ten percent of the Earth's population likely infected over the next ninety days. Deaths likely in the millions, plural. This is just the start. Uh, This is about the same time that coronavirus began breaking out in December of 2019 as well. Summary, the CCP's current COVID goal, let whoever needs to be infected, infected. Let whoever needs to die, die. Early infections, early deaths, early peak, early resumption of production. Dead bodies are piling up in uh, the northeast area of China. Doubling time in China may uh, may not be days anymore. Doubling time now, possibly hours, say some Mm. experts. Let that sink in. The R variable is hard to calculate if doubling is less than one day because it's hard to PCR test and fast. That is the point. Uh, These people are in deep trouble. The world is in deep trouble. The death death in mainland China is being hugely underreported outside of China. Though a survey of hospitals, funeral parlors, and related funeral industry chains in Beijing, there's a recent explosion in funeral services caused by a sharp increase of death. And Hong Kong media really revealed that China's epidemic situation is soaring. Epidemic deaths are increasing and more than 2,700 people have died at home from the epidemic in Beijing alone. For example, cremation in Beijing is nonstop. morgues are overloaded. Refrigerated containers needed 24-7. 2,000 bodies backlogged for cremation. Uh, sound familiar? In the spring 2020 all over again, but this time in China. Uh, we have Westerns, uh, Westerns think there is... Uh, is a fever and antibiotic shortage now, which there is because of RSV. Wait until China's production is diverted from exports. Here, people are rushed to a pharmaceutical factory to buy ibuprofen because it's completely sold out elsewhere. Um, this guy is born. He's an epidemiologist. Uh, he's going, I'm going to pause for a moment, go back. Guys, listen. My thoughts on this is that um, this isn't the virus, this isn't a virus that's killing these people. Um, China did have a different vaccine that was released. I don't know if their vaccine was similar to the mRNA vaccine. If it was non-mRNA, I believe it was non-mRNA. He does go in to show the statistical data that the majority of the people in China are vaccinated and that the people who are vaccinated are not getting as bad as everybody else. I think that this potentially is 5G targeting. Whoa. That's just my thoughts but I think it is China doing population control right now. And this is gonna spread globally and they're, they're gonna make their kill run. This is my thoughts. I, I, I don't know, I'm just putting it out there, okay? So this is something to think about, to, to kind, of, kind of keep in your mind that this could happen real fast, real quick, anytime. Um, Canada's Health Director of Parliamentary Affairs who led Canada's response team to COVID-19 and vaccine rollout. Dies suddenly at age 35. Yeah, dude. 35. Yep. Died suddenly, but he was vaccinated.
2: Yeah, of course. Almost guaranteed.
1: Then, uh, obviously, we have the new reports coming out. The vaccine, COVID, Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine is linked to blood clotting. This is directly from the FDA. The truth. Finally. Yep. So... Uh, Don Maga asked me, uh, Binance's former chief financial officer did not have access to the company's full accounts during his three-year tenure. Um, Binance is basically under a lot of scrutiny right now. They're being investigated by the SEC. They were the ones that caused, potentially caused the meltdown of FTX, basically showing the world what FTX was really doing. Um, Binance is on the brink of going again. Uh, For those who are interested in crypto, because it's not dead, I guarantee you that. Uh, I do a crypto mastermind every Sunday. You're more than welcome to join. The information is on the platform, socialredpill.com. But I did cover that part of it this weekend in the sense where uh, we're probably going to see a big dip in cryptocurrency. Crypto, or Bitcoin to about 11,000, 12,000, 13,000 mark. That was my estimates. I've been saying this for months. Uh, We're probably going to see it very, very shortly. Just keep that in mind. Um, I'm going to leave, I'm going to show you guys a video right here. I, I love, I, I saw this trailer and I thought it was cool because I, I think that this story is very, very real.
2: Yes, dude. Let's watch uh, it.
1: But first I want to go ahead and go over the, uh, we have the battle of the streams going on and much appreciated for everybody who is donating to that and helping keep the Red Pill Project alive. I know I don't do justice by by even asking or anything like that. It's just kind of my nature. I don't run ads. I very rarely mention our affiliates or anything like that, but I, I thought I would take a time right here. Uh, RPG3573, celebrating a 16-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, RPG. Nadine, QQQ, One Diamond, Charming Nicole, two-months streak. Thank you so much, Nadine and Charming Nicole. Gizmo7 uh, donated two, two bells. so oh, cool. Bells. We got bells now. RMUAFC2 gifted a cookie. Josh, you are a fucking genius. Absolutely. Thank you so much, RMUAFC2. Shannon1313 is celebrating 8 months sub-streak. Thank you so much, Shannon. And donated one ice cream. Grits, x one ice cream. Patriot at Pisces, two diamond. Thank you so much, Grits and Patriotic. And RPG3573, uh, two ice cream. Thank you so much, everybody out there. And also, if you guys want to check out um dr kirk elliott get gold today i'm telling you get gold in your portfolio i don't even need to tell you guys listen it's fucking happening we're going to be moving towards a gold-based currency if not this currency is going to collapse and all the other BRICS nations are it's going to skyrocket we talked about this last week getgoldtoday.com or 720-605-3900 give them a call and leave them a voice message i'm telling you whether you got an IRA, you want to start an IRA, transfer a 401k, whatever it might be, give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call. I'm going to play this and we'll be right back.
0: My name's Bob Lazar.
2: I'm known for working at a classified base known as S4 out in the Nevada desert near Area 51. And there, we reverse engineered alien spacecraft. This is technology that doesn't even exist.
1: That was cool. Uh, so that's the movie of Babazar coming out. I don't support Hollywood too much, but that one looks pretty fucking mm. cool. Um, listen, I, I know sometimes we talk doom and gloom, stuff like that. Um, we, we have to have a positive mindset. We have to be optimistic out yeah. there, right? We have to understand that we know what's going to happen before it happens. We, we, we've seen this all coming. We're here to to guide the world, to help the world understand, to wait, help the normies who are waking up when all this start, stuff starts um, coming out, when this new virus or whatever it is, uh, catastrophic contagion hits the world. We have to understand that we need to protect our families. We need to protect each other. We need to keep the information flowing. And that if they move to restrict us, take away our freedoms, we know exactly what the plan is and what they're doing. Um, And it's important that we stand up against them. And so I'm just putting that out there. If you guys ever want to talk or communicate, we do live Zooms almost every night. I'll probably jump in tonight. It'll be an hour or two away from now, but I'll probably jump in tonight and say hi. Um, Likewise. Yeah, so that'll be on the Zoom tonight. But listen, guys. Much love, respect. I, I just absolutely love doing this show. So
2: Me too, Josh. Thanks for having me tonight.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Vince. For I appreciate it. Um, and I hope you, all of you guys have well out there. I hope that you guys are enjoying your Christmas week. Uh, it's going to be a great week this week. Friday night, it looks like we're planning on doing a Conversations on the Fringe Christmas special. At least this is what I'm going to try to do. And then Saturday night, we might do a special broadcast. We're, we're trying to get some people together talking about various different... Christmas stuff as well, so we'll have hope. Maybe we'll have uh, someone from the Christian perspective, from someone from the Hebrew perspective. This is what I'm trying to set up. We'll see, someone from Ooh. the esoteric or cult perspective, and we can all just kind of communicate and talk. Um, but Friday night, I think we'll do our annual Christmas show again, and and kind of just like discuss the origins of Christmas. David and I were going to do something on Wednesday, so I'm going to see if he wants to come on, and then Vince, you're more than welcome to come on as well. Uh, but. Yeah, we're going to be doing that, and then uh, I'm off of Patriot Street Fighter this week. Back next week on Patriot Street Fighter. Next week, the 28th, is my birthday. I don't know if I will be doing a show that night. I have to talk to Vince and find out. Um, but I got you, bro. <laughs> well, you can't say no after I just called you out on it. Um, oh, man. But we'll good see what happens. Uh, I might have to steak
2: dinner for hex. I know, man. Right?
1: Well, that's the thing is, we're probably gonna go. I'm probably gonna go out with friends, but I have to do Patriot Street Fighter. Okay. And so it's kind of one of those nights. But listen, now New Year's Eve, um, no plans as of yet. We might do a Red Pill New Year's Eve and see what happens. Uh, well, if anybody's interested in that New Year's Eve with the Red Pill Project live Zoom, um, let me know if you guys want to do something like that. We can we can I definitely set it, it up and uh cool much love respect god bless you guys you guys take care have a great night and we'll see you tomorrow oh if you guys didn't catch the dark delight show i highly recommend you go listen to it today pretty badass good night